Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, sweet baby daddies. Just a little message to say that we all hope that you're doing okay and that all of your people around you are okay and that you're all getting to stay inside during these really scary times, unless you're a key worker, in which case, oh my God, amazing, a key worker listens to this. Holy shit, great job. We love you so much. Like the other ones, forget it, do a better job. But we just want to check in and just say this was definitely recorded before the COVID big thing happening. Like... We even reference it in it. This is, we say we're two weeks into it then. I think this was recorded like beginning of March time. Um, Jack is sick in this episode and he's not there. He actually doesn't have corona. He just thought his housemate might. So he was very early in the self-isolating because Jack is just a good, good boy. So we've done it with lovely Winnie this time. And we really hope you enjoy the episode and it gives you a break from all the horribleness that's happening out there. And it gives you a good flashback to Furbies, really. That's mainly what the chat's about um, with the amazing Joe Sutherland. So please enjoy it. And also, if you wanted more content from us, like if you were like, oh my God, I love listening to Helen and Rosie. I just wish I could see them on stage. Damn it, Corona's ruining everything I want from them. Then good news, we've got Instagram. So please follow us both on Instagram. You can follow Rosie at Josie Rones and myself at Helen Bauer, like Helen B-A-B-A-U-E-R, because I like to be a bit of fun but most importantly we've got an insta for daddy podcast so please follow at daddy podcast on instagram we're going live on it we're putting up singing competitions and we'd love to see you over there so thank you very much and enjoy the episode you have one new voice message new voice messages hello rosie it's rosie here from the past Feeling in a specially happy mood. So I thought I'd leave this and say you are wonderful. Remember that. Remember that I, from a week ago or a year ago, think you're doing a great job. We are doing a great job. Just be you. And also remember to buy milk. Bye. Deleted. Hello and welcome to Daddy Look At Me. A podcast where myself, Helen Bauer and Rosie Jones sit down and talk to our favourite people from the world of showbiz about attention, childhood and of course, Daddy. Great to have you here. Now let's crack on with the show. Today is the most exciting episode I'm of all time. I'm so happy. <laughs> Jack, our producer, is... No Ill. longer with us. No. <laughs> He's ill! He's sick! He's staying at home! Yay! We're not happy that he's ill. We're just happy he's not here. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, because that means that we get winning. We love Winnie. Winnie is Jack's assistant. She is the best person ever. She's new to the team and she's brought us nothing but joy, love and tap water. I um, prefer Winnie to Jack. Oh my God. What you can't see is Winnie dancing in the corner. So happy right now. So this is going to be the best episode Ever. I think it might be. We've got such a good guest yeah. that if it's not good, it's on us. Yeah. And I doubt oh, that. Is, can we blame Jack? 
Oh, I blame Jack for everything on this podcast Even so far. It's not her. Should we like write a jingle for the show without Jack on it? Yeah. Hello, Hello and welcome, welcome to Look at me. Our, Our producer is winning. Not Jack. Jack. Jack's dead. <laughs> Jack gone. Jack, but Jack isn't, isn't here. here. Hello and Hello. welcome to Daddy Look at Me with me, Helen Bauer, and me, Rachel Jones, and our guest. Oh, it's a doozy. Oh, it's a doozy. Um, to give you hints. He's wearing a red T-shirt, yeah. I'd say maroon, yeah. um, blue overalls, sort of like art yeah. attack style. Navy. Sorry, navy overalls, always be specific. And he has a tattoo on his upper arm that says, a role model. Any guesses? We can't hear you. It's hey. Joe Sutherland. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Joe. You know Joe, who wears the same clothes every day. He's too poor to get new ones. Well, I wanted to describe your hair, but it's so iconic. Oh, thanks. That, like, yeah. you can't... It, it's you. Like, no one else has that hey. kind of comedy. Joe. Hair. Welcome. <laughs> Did you just say it's Joe Hair? <laughs> <laughs> what you want to like rename him Joe <laughs> It's Joe Sutherland. Oh hi. Hi, thank you so much for coming to see us today. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming to see us today. Uh, I don't know why I'm being so weird with you. How are you? I'm okay actually. I'm really cheered up now to be here. I was having such a rant not long ago, oh, so yeah. this is much better. I mean, we're aware that you're currently listening to this in April, but we're recording this, I'd say, about two weeks into coronavirus yeah. game. Mm-hmm. So, um, Rosie's had an IV drip because she's too important to yeah. go down. And so I celebrities have bullshit I swear Jennifer Lawrence had Did you go to one of those swanky bars where they do it? No, the there nurse are. came to me. To your house or to, to a job? To a job. <gasps> How oh. amazing is that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I That's went to go really buy paracetamol it. just in case and then I realised it wasn't on a deal where I went and I thought, I'll get it later. <laughs> Just says a lot about how much I care if I make it or not. Yeah. Do you know what my measures were today? I took two ibuprofen. Don't know fine. what that's going to do. Fun. Yeah. Fine. I think it's the same as when you sort of like take a vitamin D tablet. Mm-hmm. Like it's just sort of like, <laughs> is it going to do anything? But you also yeah. feel like you're doing something good for yourself. Yeah, they powdered sunshine and just poured it into a capsule. But they have, mate. They really have. I mean, the fact that they're not marketing it in that way, like it's a breakfast cereal, yeah. they are missing a trick. Could you imagine a vitamin D breakfast cereal? <sighs> Just like crush it up in the Sean special breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the marketing world is lost without you. Sunshine breakfast, you're right. That would make a difference. You know when you're like, oh, this comedian's amazing. They could do anything they want to in any other field. And then you meet Rosie and you're like, oh, we're so lucky you found this. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, you you know when like you meet you know the comics who are like also doctors and it's like, oh fuck oh, off. Oh yeah, go home. And then yeah. you can't have two things. Yeah. And then I think with all three of us, as I'm gonna say successful failures, like realistically, if this doesn't Rude. work out, we're done. Speaking of what we could be. I'm sorry, we've actually got really good at segues recently, so prepare to have your life changed. Oh my God, it's happening. Winnie, are you ready for the segue? It's about to happen. Rosie? Um, what did you want to be when you were a little boy? Professional broadcaster since 2019. Oh. Mm. Um, I, when I was a little boy, I wanted to be many things. I wanted to be... Um, uh, <laughs> Why am I nervous? <laughs> just well, I was just like, oh, if I say this out loud, do I get cancelled? Um, <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, at Shall times it. I wanted to be a woman. Um, that would not get you cancelled. Okay. That's fine. Uh, but it's fine. I've come to terms that, you know, it's right. all a spectrum now. Yeah, we we can is. move. Um, I also wanted to be 
a marine biologist. Oh, I feel oh, like that's nice. a classical. It is I a classic. Flash came out, and a lot of kids panicked. Also, there was. Um, and this is pre-Blackfish, obviously, by oh, some decades. Yeah. Um, but there were there, there used to be like a really good documentary series about like the staff at SeaWorld. No. And I was just like, damn it, these guys clearly yeah. have the best job. Yeah. Not only are they training dolphins, but they're yeah. also like, they're all so fit. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think yeah. I picked up on the, se- I, like, I think I was aware of the sexual tent, like, yeah tension that was yeah. in the show I could I could sense those reverberations but I didn't know what they were but clearly something was attracting me to that thinking like god if you work there you just you bone yeah so um. we've got little Joe he's in Coventry he's glued <laughs> to the screen watching SeaWorld trainers being like yeah that's it that's yeah. the one yeah did you ever get a wetsuit uh no I did go on a holiday I did want one, but Coventry, famously the furthest you can get from the ocean. Oh, it is. <laughs> well, people people uh, debate it, but it, like there's various points that people try and claim as like, oh, okay. uh, no, I think you'll find this is the driest <laughs> spot. Um, <laughs> like it's a great thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got the worst health in the country. <laughs> <laughs> the, but there is um, there is a sort of uh, monumental obelisk somewhere okay you're gonna have to explain that word so you know them big like spikes that people uh that we british people would steal from egypt and go and put on the thames there's like a, a little mini fake one of them yeah Cleopatra in a village yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah of course. so in a yeah. village just outside coventry which you can now these days class as part of coventry mm, okay. um, it has this like yeah needle thing in it mm. to mark what is supposedly or 300 years ago that is the point that people thought was the furthest from the ocean in the whole country Oh. I mean, I just think it just shows how ambitious you were as a child that you're from the driest part of the country and you were like, see where trainer feels right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were you even doing swim lessons? I've got to get out of this place. Uh, <laughs> I was a very good swimmer, actually. Proud of you. Yeah, really bad at every other physical activity, but yeah. swimming, always my forte. Did you just start yeah. lessons young? Uh, yeah, my dad took me young and I had watched The Little Mermaid from approximately the age of three. And Great. so, of course, my dad was trying to teach me like, Joe, this is breaststroke. And I was like, no. No, I don't use my arms. I just kick my legs and smack my nose on the floor of the pool. No. <laughs> Every week. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I catch worm. Have you tried? I can't That sounded walk. really mean. <laughs> you can walk. I'm wondering I if we could find a way to teach you to swim. Like yeah, there might be one maybe, move. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Don't go, we, say go into butterfly. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not an entry level stroke. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, women like century. Maybe in April. Yeah. And I think because I was at first disabled person at Mexico. Yeah. They were like, we got a disabled one. <laughs> I don't know what to do with her. So I used to sit in the shallow end and chat to my friend. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, Who but, was your friend? Uh, it sounds tragic. <laughs> But honestly, we're still best friends now. Oh, no. It was my teacher's age. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Judith. Hi, Judith. She's not listening. You never know. We've got a wide appeal. And we were sitting the shallow and and we bitch about everything. Everyone. What, in year three? Yeah. But no. Seven-year-old having comments about everyone else. Yeah, but, I mean, there's... Okay, there's something in this story. I'm sorry. This I don't know if this is disability or your personality, Rose. Oh, <laughs> oh it's a lovely combination oh, of the two, 100%. Oh, I can see you doing that. Have you seen Maureen's new costume? <laughs> oh, bloody hell. It's very brutal right now. <laughs> it's like, oh, we've got a Veruca sock on again. He had it last yeah. week. At the end of the day, if you've got a Veruca, stop going to the pool. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> I think I'm going to get into this. Right. 
Tell me. So when Ben Coventry, you got no wetsuit. <laughs> <laughs> You're very, very dry. <laughs> Constantly. House school. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you go to like a local school? Uh, yeah, primary school. Hersel Primary School. Hersel, just nice. two minutes down the road. Um, right. It was brilliant. Yeah. I, lo- I loved primary school. It was well good. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, Did you want that Uh Later, yeah. I'd walk with mum. I mean, she didn't have much on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, she, um, she had time to buy you a wetsuit, is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, so I'd walk with mum until probably about uh, year four, and then we start, and then mum got a job as a careers advisor, so then we'd get dropped off at a. Uh, Childminders, and then we'd walk from the childminders yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. And by then, I was old enough, so I'd knock on my friend Sinead's door, and we'd walk together. Sinead. So fucking cool. With like childminder and the younger kids, sort of ten paces behind. But it was very much um, Ruth. I'm walking myself today. Yeah. Honestly, I think your walking to school gang is what sets you up for your day, and it has to be so carefully orchestrated because, yeah. like. Our school, I think like most schools for secondary school, did you also have like two entrances to it? Like we had yeah. a back and secondary a front school, entrance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it was always a front entrance for us. And then all of a sudden in year nine, you wanted to come in the back entrance. It was just a <laughs> It's spread around. <laughs> oh, yeah. about the first year of university. Yeah. <laughs> we got there early in <laughs> And all of a sudden you had to change your walk into school gang. And we'd walk a longer way to go through the back way. Why? I don't know. It's one of those things at school where you can't <laughs> explain how powerfully it takes over. Like, do you remember when everyone just like one person got a Jane Nor bag and then everyone went, lost their minds for like yeah. a month trying to get hold of one? Oh god, yeah. It's like that sort of phenomenon. We're like, what happened? JD. JD, yeah. Mm. All of the, those crazes where you're like, Strange. it was like what was your favourite phase at school? Like which one was like was it like Pokemon or like stickers? <gasps> like what was We your... never asked that. That's a great question. Um I would say Furbies were a good one because <gasps> oh. yeah, they just exploded and I oh my goodness, it took so long to buy one. Because it was like, it was a pandemic. Oh my God, yeah, the world yeah. changed. Not, yeah. yeah. Um, and I will say, no one, no one agrees with this, but it was the beginning of the end of Woolworths, and I can prove that, but carry on. Okay, we'll get there. <laughs> so I, I bought mine, uh, so my, I was with my Scottish, I, every summer I'd be sent up to Scotland to stay with my Scottish grandparents for a good Sounds few like weeks. Sounds like you were raised in the 1800s, but <laughs> Yeah, amazing. basically. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know, to take in some sea air, to build up my strength. <laughs> To come back to the city and the small. I'm going to be a marine biologist. Of course you fucking are, sweetheart. Where do you live? Coventry. No worries. Dream big. You won't live past 12. <laughs> <laughs> but so every summer I'm up in Scotland um, and my grandparents had recently uh, retired to St Andrews, quite a nice, Lovely. very pretty yeah, yeah. Uh, town. Um, but it only had like one toy shop. It's not a town, it's a golf resort, but <laughs> Okay, it's got a market street. I oh, think I'm that sorry. makes a town. I'd like to apologise to St Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, and so yeah, that and so that shop completely run out of Furbies. Oh my god! Uh, we my granddad called all the shops in Dundee, uh, which is across the Tay. Um, none of them had them, so we yeah. went and we got a train for an hour to Edinburgh no. to go to uh, like the big sort of. Um, oh, it's not John Lewis, uh, but like you know, a big sort of department yeah, yeah. store. Yeah. Um, and there were there were two left. And I already had in my heart the one that I knew I wanted. I wanted a black one yeah. with like a little The white... yellow with the yellow ears? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I wanted that one. <laughs> they didn't have it instead. Because yeah. uh, I, I really, I, I don't know, I was, I was undecided as to whether it was Tail and Tuft or Mohican that it's I wanted. It's a big decision yeah. in all fairness. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love how um, nervous you're getting telling the story about maybe not getting <laughs> yeah. it. Even yeah. though it's fast. You're <laughs> And I love it. Okay, so you arrive at Debenhams or something? Um, well, it's uh, it's this big one. It's next to Topshop on Prince's Street okay, in Edinburgh. Yeah. You, you'll know it. Um, it is now technically owned by John Lewis, but it's kept its original name. Yeah, I want to say Hayes or something. Yeah. Um, or Mac... Mac no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Matt. so there was so all that was left, I think, was one of the white ones, which I actually mm-hmm. thought were tacky. Yeah. <laughs> 
Fucking <laughs> 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 And there was a sort of um, a sort of mottled grey and brown one. Okay. That actually yeah. kind of matched my own hair. I was yeah. in a transitional phase from my childhood blonde yeah. to my now grown up sort of I don't know mousy brown. Um. Okay. Yeah. You, you've got a lovely dark head of hair. Like yeah. it's not mousy. Um. Yeah. But it so it matched my hair at the time and it had the Mohican <gasps> tail. Um. And right. actually. I was, it was it was one of those real moments of like I looked at it, it looked at me, and there was a real sense of like, well, it's just you and me, kid. That's what people have oh. when they go to adopt children abroad. <laughs> yeah, 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 the exact same way. You travel from St Andrews to Edinburgh, and you met the family that was going to change your life. Yeah. People are going to Africa for that. Yeah. Waste of time. I am. Um, I feel like everyone has a first story. I think if you're aged between 25 and 35 from the UK, you've yeah. had a moment. Not quite like Joe's. That was a bit much, maybe. Oh, <laughs> mine is tragic. Oh, oh my God, let's I just do it. I told you. <laughs> we, we went for a Mexican with my friends mm-hmm. and we all had tragic furby mm-hmm. moments. I mean, you know mine. my one as well. Let's just tell yeah. them to Joe. Yeah, okay. so... Mine is I really wanted a Furby and it was near Christmas. So my nana said to my dad, don't worry, I'll sort it out. And to put it in context, my nana is Spanish. She been there sixty years, but she's a moron. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She, I think she went into Woolworths, saw how much her baby was. Oh God, they're nearly forty quid. Yeah, and thought. Started recommended retail price of twenty four ninety nine yeah. originally. Anyway, I'm really uh, into furbies. Well, she thought twenty four ninety nine. How much do I love my granddaughter? Not that much. (laughs) (laughs) So she she used the little brain and she went to Manchester Market and they didn't get me a Furby. No, no, no. She got me a Furby. <laughs> we're laughing now, but we're all really standing <laughs> So, my birthday had one eye that popped out, and <laughs> it, it's. Is that one of its features yeah, written on the box? It's popping bow, eye. <laughs> it's. Bow, it had a word eye, and. <laughs> It's Bokindy. <laughs> That's so good. Ferdy, short for Ferdinand? Or... Maybe, but I got it on Christmas Day and I cried. But she was She was I don't know what I do wrong. It's a Ferdy. It's a Ferdy. <laughs> No. She fucking knew what she'd done she, wrong. Yeah. She knew. I, she knew. Oh, I hate when grandparents yeah. do that because they're looking through their sort of like blur, <laughs> their sort of visor of like yeah. life and experience, which is like, but if I can't tell the difference, then the yeah. kid were. And you're like, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, fucking yeah. stop it up. <laughs> Come on, Margaret. My yeah, my my English grandma would do that a yeah. lot. Oh yeah. my god. I, I've never, never got a proper no. on-brand Tamagotchi. <gasps> Me neither. Oh, Tamagotchi. So many of those one-pound ones. No. <laughs> oh, oh. I actually got given one for Christmas last year, and I once again got completely sucked into yeah. it and was devastated when it died. <laughs> I can't have things like did that. Did it die? It did. It died um, day after Boxing Day. Of. Um, well, it's covered in its own shit. <laughs> <laughs> I assume lack of hygiene, um, but it was well fed. <laughs> My Tamagotchi gained so much weight. Tell your tragic Furby 
There's literally, there's just so many parts to it. I'm just gonna rattle through it. Um, okay. Um, I really wanted one. Once again, like it was like my birthday's in March, Christmas yeah. is December, so I had to get it pretty. Like I, basically, I missed it in March, so I had to get it for Christmas. There wasn't any. Oh, I was never gonna way. get it in between, but I asked for it. My mum was like, right, if that's what you want, and I was very like, I, if I wanted something, I I didn't stop wanting it. So she knew that she could like get it, and I wouldn't change my mind. So she bought one. I knew it was in the house because I was that kid that went through all my parents' stuff. I went through all their cupboards. <laughs> I knew where they kept the Christmas gifts. I went through it. I still, my mum has five original Spice Girls Barbie dolls in their original packing. She's going to sell them one day. And I'm like, you should have just given them to me. No. Can I? Oh, yeah, okay. That's a separate topic. Can we put a pin in it? Come back to those <laughs> yeah, dolls. Yeah, of okay, course. Great. So I got my Furby on Christmas Day. Over the moon. Life changing. Loved it more than anyone could love it. Like I pierced its ears. Like I was, I gave it, I accessorized it everywhere I could. Painted its eyelids with nail polish. Like I, I made it mine. I was one of those kids. I would ruin something to make it more me. <laughs> pierced his fucking ears at two days old. You can tell what sort of mum I'm going to be. <laughs> and then my brother was sick of it and sick of the noise. And we were at that age where you just really fuck with each other. And he dipped my Fabian water and put it in the freezer and then asked me to get an ice cream a couple of hours later. Oh. And I... <laughs> I like, I opened the freezer and it went, Katovu, me like, <laughs> and died in my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Where's your yeah. fatty now? In some pub in Bridlington, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What's happened to your one? Oh, I couldn't say. It's pro- well, it would, have, it would have been one of those toys that then went to my brother, Sean, and... Um, <clears throat> he wasn't the most respectful. Oh, would he have oh. ruined it? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. In what way? Just sort of like playing with it in a way that you're like, that's not how you play with this. Just sort of like, look, it can fly down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. No, how old is he? Older. He's younger. younger. He's six years younger. I mean, in all fairness, six years younger is what you're going to see them get your stuff and be like, that's not how we play. That's yeah. not right. Is yeah. he your only sibling? Uh, so he's one that I have with my mum and then I've mm-hmm. got two with my dad. <gasps> Big family. Yeah. All boys? All boys. Oh, and you're the leader of the pack. I'm the leader of the pack. <laughs> <laughs> the leader of the pack. Yeah, they quick. <laughs> if there's six years between you and your next brother, were you really excited to get a sibling? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, it was the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love this. Oh, I think when there's a um, gap, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And because uh, like, our house was tiny, so I, at first I was super, I was like, he's going to sleep in my room, isn't he? Yeah. I get to have him in my room. He's my baby. That he's, was Rosie's baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mum, when she was pregnant, she'd say, who am I having this baby for, Rosie? And I go, me. <laughs> me. <laughs> My baby. <laughs> Best day of your life when your brother was born. Talk us through it. <laughs> yeah. Um... So I think we'd already, I'd already been briefed on what a plan would be yeah. when it would happen. So I knew I would get a day off school. Great. Um, so I was super excited for that to come along. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, but I was at first worried because it was in the evening. Mm. And uh, so it's like 6 p.m. 
And it was like, oh, Joe, for a treat, do you want to go to Ruth's house, Ruth the Childminder? Um, and did you? And stay overnight there. Oh. And so my brother's dad walked me up to Ruth's and uh, was saying like, well, in the morning when you come back, you're gonna have a brother. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so I was super excited. So then I just spend yeah. the night at Ruth's like bouncing off the walls. Yeah. Um, and then come back first thing next morning and he's on the bed and he's he's like he oh also i mean it was a shock that he was born he was it was like nearly five weeks early um <laughs> and uh like you know he had the cord around his neck yeah. and all the horrible stuff yeah. Yeah. um and he was tiny um but it was then fine well it was generally fine yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. and uh but he was little um, oh. and in that way where it's like Joe come and meet but oh don't touch too be much be careful he's a yeah. and you're like but he's mine he's going in my room yeah. tonight yeah yeah I'm just going to wait till you leave the room and then I'll pick him up by his fingers <laughs> <laughs> like all the best big brothers do yeah uh, like, I love you now but you're going to get my Furby in six years time and I'm going to be fucking living about it yeah. <laughs> uh, and so but then of course you're you're a bit like, oh, he doesn't do much. Um, yeah. Can I watch a video? <laughs> and so spent that day sort of, I would watch a film and then that film would finish and then I'd go back and sort of poke him a bit, uh, yeah. have like yeah. a, a Sorsani. Um, a what? A ketchup sandwich. Okay, right, yeah, a Sorsani. Yeah. Right, okay, I yeah. get it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, uh, what a fun food. Like, you don't really do yeah. that for yourself as an adult. No. But it, I think it's, I realised that for us, it wasn't, it was a way of like, how do we make poverty fun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I think it's an exciting thing. You get a younger sibling and it's so exciting, but then you slowly realise that all the attention has been on you mm. and then it's like you're competing for the first mm. time. Did you become aware of that instantly or did it take you a couple of years to be like, wait a second, guys, I'm still number one, right? Um, well, <laughs> I think the first year, yeah, there was definitely a sense of like, um, so I'm just going to put on a show. <laughs> <laughs> well, like in the living room. Uh -huh. Yes, I love these kids. Right. you got to go get them out of here. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, just talk us through what your normal show would have been. Like, what age were you and okay. like, how would it have run? Actually, maybe pre-Sean or maybe first year, because I guess I was still six. Um, mm -hmm. But I definitely remember early, early ones uh, being a deflated rubber ring <laughs> as a tutu. <laughs> <laughs> um, th I, actually, theme. I think this was pre-Sean. I think, I think ballet, w thinking I could do ballet was pre-Sean coming along. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so it would be, uh, there was like, for some reason there was a, you know, a sort of weird chipped away keyhole in the door yeah. between the, um, the front room and the back room. Yeah. And I would, so I would get, I would get my, I'd be like, you've got to sit in the living room now. Okay, sit down. I'd put her in a chair and then I'd be like, right, wait there. And then I'd go through to the Aww. back room, close the door and shout through the little keyhole, get ready for the show. This is how I introduce Aww. my current shows. My heart is honestly <laughs> melting. It's like Get ready good... for the ballet show. <laughs> and with no rehearsal, skill or talent, I'd burst through yeah. and just sort of jump on the sofa and go, look. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't stop until I got applauded. And was there a song or a dance or was it more just sort of posing? It was posing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very much posing in the same way that I would at school uh, at school gymnastics because I'd seen like good gymnastics on yeah. the telly. I'd seen like Olympics. Um, and so when we, when it came to school gymnastics, when you like, you know, when you get the bench out and mm. then and then it gets um, advanced and you hook half of the bench up onto the apparatus. Oh, yes! And so it's at an yeah. angle. <laughs> and, or, or it's like on top of another bench. Yeah. And so I was like... <laughs> oh, you turn the bench upside down and... To balance. The bar. Yeah. Yes! Yep, so, yeah. so with that, so I, I'm thinking, well, I've seen Olympic gymnastics. Yeah. I know what it takes. And of of course, in Olympic <laughs> gymnastics, they will be on the bar or something and they'll do a flip. But then to show that they've finished the flip, they do like a little sort of hand move or a, yeah. a sort of signal that's yeah. very much like to frame each yeah. bit. Obviously, yeah. I didn't know how to do the flips. So yeah. I just did the hand moves in between. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I think it's important for all young people to learn how to pose. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like you maybe yeah. you just practiced a bit earlier than you'd expect. Like when it came to like school photos and class photos, were you like, watch me? The rest of the class. No, actually. This is really? very Found uncomfortable in, in photographic <gasps> yeah, settings. Mm. Um, and why do you mm. think that was? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think it's because my dad's an awful photographer. Okay, right, okay, okay. Um, yeah. Just not, just not the photograph boy. When you got to secondary school, did you still enjoy it like you enjoyed primary school? No, horrible. Is that when it all fell off? Oh, yeah. Did what? it change? What changed? Uh, I just, I went from my primary school to a secondary school in a, because we'd moved. Yeah. Um, and the catchment area I was in for school, it was like, well, you can have the shit one yeah. or the awful one. Oh. Those were my choices, yeah. Um, so what'd you go for? I, I would say I went for awful. Okay, why not go in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause it was one of the, it was like your typical inner city school yeah. that, you know, the BBC would like write a rousing drama about. Jamie Oliver like, would come visit you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. So like there were, you know, there were teachers there who were very dedicated to like turning it around. Yeah. But, um, you know, <laughs> God, they, they took their time. <laughs> <laughs> and I hear now it does very well. Um, but Too late. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and by this point, was the marine biologist dream going? Oh, that was gone. Were you too focused on becoming a gymnast? Like, <laughs> No, actually, because that school was so horrible, um, well, my dad, very sweetly, um, he would... Uh, so he... Was he still working as a teacher in, like, a sixth form? So he would do, like, extra work. Yeah. Um, sort of marking and stuff like that. My mum did that in the summer yeah. holidays, yeah. Uh, so he would do that so to so that he could pay for me to go to like a part-time theater school on top oh, of regular school. Oh my god. Yeah. I love it when we hit a jackpot oh. without any <laughs> Talk us through your theater school. How amateur? How many years were you there? Did you put on your own productions? Did you what do examples? Did you do they? festivals? Everything. Everything. Oh god. It's um, our favorite subject. It was probably there 10 years. Yes. Oh my god, I love a lifer. Because yeah. oh, um, I actually I started during primary school because it was mm -hmm. one of those where it had like a sliding scale of engagement. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. You could just do your Saturday one hour session, mm, yeah. you know, somewhere to send the kids. Yeah. Um, but it also had semi-professional companies and productions oh. and other like training schemes. So you could do circus training. No. You could do voice training. You could do pre-drama, like if you were 16 and above. Um, oh no, 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 they, they lowered it the year that I joined um, th they had this extra so when I was 14 they lowered the age of entry to this one that was called the young professionals <laughs> which was to train you for drama school so it was in like audition oh, technique oh to go to RADA yeah 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 from 14 yeah man I, okay yeah. Could give them a plug because there's nothing better than a young girl oh no but the, because then after this I'm also gonna slag them off <laughs> yeah. how dare you so you're 14 you get in the young professionals yeah what are you learning? Like, what's the what's the class like? Speeches, like how to deliver a speech, how to learn a speech, mm -hmm. um, and also basically, if you had any sort of um, regional accent, you got yeah. that beaten out of you. No, um, it's taken me a good no. ten years to get it back, and even now, I, I like I go home yeah. and, I, and it's like, oh god, aren't you posh? Yeah, <laughs> this doesn't sound that. great. There was only because there was only me and one. There was one girl with a really thick brummy accent. Yeah. Um, and then there was me with a sort of weird mashup of like Coventry and Leicester yeah. Yeah. with then occasional Glasgow yeah. flexes. Yeah. And then every now and again you speak Furby and And so they made sure that, it, yeah, that it was like absolutely steamed out from the off. Oh my God. Mm. And then at the end of each term, would you put on like a production for parents to come see? Uh, yes, but also, so uh, alongside this, there was also, cause they made money from putting on programs of plays that did not make its way into the pockets of the kids. Oh. Um, I know go. I can look back at it and I realize like how flawed, uh, mm. but what I will also say was like for a kid not enjoying school having an awful time there that was my saving grace that yeah. was my safe place I think this is why we like drama classes so yeah. much it was also yeah. I learned a lot about how to work hard because mm -hmm. yeah. seven days a week mm -hmm. yeah mental oh my every day pretty much well because I would and because 
What? Uh, because my dad knew how awful school yeah. was for me, he yeah. would say yes. I would be like, I want to join the Young Professionals. I also want to audition for the for the semi-professional shows. Oh. I also want to audition for the touring shows. Yeah. I also want to volunteer as yeah. front of house for the shows that I'm not oh, in. Oh, my heart. I would have loved oh. you so and much So I would end school. up going, yeah, like seven days a week. But then they loved it. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. So this is it. So I think, yeah, so my dad was like all in, like, yeah, this is the thing that's getting you yeah. through. Let's just give it to you as much as possible. Yeah. My mum hated it. Um, no. Well, because because there weren't any working class kids in there. Yeah. So like, and so in my school, I was the posh kid. In yeah. the theatre school, I was the common kid. Yeah. Um, and so my mom, I think my mum was a bit like, why can't you go to one that's like in Coventry? It was like. Mum, the ones in Coventry. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have a young yeah. professionals department. They like don't it. have a young professionals department. <laughs> also, it was like the, you know, the drama groups in Coventry, it was where you went to do like jazz, tap and modern. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it was very much Which like... Which are still great art forms. <laughs> they are great art forms in and of themselves, but you weren't learning Chekhov. No, you did not do Chekhov as a child. Oh my God, yes. Oh, <laughs> this is my right. So we all sitting there like 15 year olds and being like, when a gun gets introduced to a scene, yeah. it has to be fired by the end of the... Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. We learned oh, all of this Mark. deep cut, yeah. these rules. Oh my God, we thought we were so cutting edge. Yeah. <laughs> and like we... Because yeah. um, then they would also do like a training scheme for the, the kids who were sort of 16 to 18 who were maybe doing like drama A levels. Yeah. They would do a training scheme to help if they wanted to go into directing. So, so there would be these extra productions put on in the studio space. Um, and I remember this girl bleep putting on at the time. And it probably was. I don't want to diss this. Bleep. If you're out there. Um, <laughs> but she put on a production of Animal Farm. <laughs> yeah. I, I was one of the main pigs. And... <laughs> We had this really like it was like this Che Guevara inspired oh, face no. paint, and like the stripes would be in different places on your face to indicate what animal you were. No. If you were a horse, it was a single red stripe down the nose. No. If you were, <laughs> um, if you were a pig, it was sort of two like semicircular stripes. Yeah, I love confident teenagers so much. Yeah. We all yeah. wore black. Um. Please tell me you all took it really seriously. Oh yeah, like they're not no. even off book yet, and it's a week oh, away from. Oh my up. god, can I just talk <laughs> about how <laughs> Bip, who is now a very successful theatre practitioner, but Bip was not off book on even the second performance. No. Are you fucking kidding what me? The yeah. They were they were not talented at learning the lines. Um, oh it wasn't god. their forte. So now I think that's why they create their own works rather than learn other people's <laughs> texts. I mean, I'm not talented at learning lines, but you put the effort in, you step it up. Yeah. It's Animal Farm, you're changing lives. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just about the performance. It's Communism about the hasn't come to mid Warwickshire yet. <laughs> we are at the vanguard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, let me let me talk about a little thing called the system. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love how we always talk about these things, and we always make out that it's like, oh yeah, and this director made me do this, and my teacher made me do this. Yeah. But the thing is, we all went through the same schooling system, yeah. GCSE and A level drama. <laughs> you are just creating your own works. Do you remember being given a stimulus at one point and running with it, like at school? Well, I didn't do because then I, I changed schools like halfway through, yeah, um, and didn't do drama there. But in, yeah. in my first like inner city school, yeah. that was oh god, this is arrogant. But, uh, <laughs> I, but I think I did sort of take it upon myself in some way to be like I could really make a difference. I could really inspire my classmates. <laughs> Yes. <gasps> you know when you're like I think I just invented theatre and education like TAE that's the thing and you're like no 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 this no. is a different level no. <laughs> wait how old were you before you moved to like 13 you were using so drama so I moved for GCSEs at, to right. another school so you were like what, yeah. 13 and you decided to use drama to inspire your class? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Do you, do you remember what God. you did? Well, you know, it's in drama class where you've got to like go and devise scenes. You're not being yeah. given a no. script or anything. Yeah, yeah, it's a stimulus, yeah, like yeah, yeah. death. And you're like, we're 12, yeah. let's 100% do this. Yeah. Exactly. So I would I would just always take it on myself to be the kind of director, oh, yeah. writer, I mean, yeah. producer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Costumeer, yeah. Costumeer. Yeah. <laughs> not always a lead. I'll say that. I would sometimes oh. I would step back to support. Supporting role. Yeah, to inspire the person who's taking the lead. And then you realise I should have done that myself. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and then three months later they'd kick me in the stomach in the playground and I'd be like, well (laughs) (laughs) some of us are going places. Do you remember what your stimulus was though? I do want to hear it. Um I mean 
It's just gone. Drugs it? was definitely one. Yeah. Oh, you've got to do drugs when you're thirty. Believe no, actually, me, that yeah. was the message of the piece. Was don't. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we did last really? <laughs> We did believe me. Oh. oh, oh. Oh gosh. Yeah. I remember you mentioning this yeah. before. It wasn't just all oh. of you in a row going, We all turned our backs to the audience <laughs> and mind <laughs> vomited. Honestly, moving oh, to the song. Beautiful girls. By Sean Kingston. Yeah. <laughs> Summer 2007. <laughs> Your way to beautiful girl. That's why you don't ever want. <laughs> Suicidal. Oh my god, there are so many layers to this piece. Totally. Oh god. Okay, amazing. Can I wanna... open this. Spice Girls. <gasps> yeah, I mentioned right, the Spice so Girls earlier, and then you seem to have something to say about Spice Girls dolls. Well, so I want to know about these dolls. She still owns them. Are they from the same series? Yep, they're all matching. They're in white boxes. It's when Spice World Spice came out. Uh-huh. Um, So it's got Spice written at the side, because I had... Okay, so wait, I don't, the, I've never told you this, dolls. but I think you're going to be really jealous of me when I was younger in a minute. So my mum taught Naoko Mori, who <gasps> is obviously the best friend in the Spice World Nicola. movie. Yeah. She, no. the weekend after Spice World, the movie came out and everyone had gone to see it in the cinema, she came to pick me up from school. <gasps> and no. she stayed in my bedroom and she gave me a wooden pig. and I was kind of in the gang I'm so sorry I feel like I made it you're the seventh Spice Girl (laughs) I never met them but my mum taught her for a very brief bit wasn't she in something she's also been in Torchwood yeah yeah um, and she was recently on the West End in Madame Butterfly. Yeah, she was in Miss Saigon. The like, yeah, oh, that's one. yeah. She's done loads. Yeah, but I mean, she's she's the best friend from the Spice Girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. realistically. That's amazing. Did you have a VHS in the tip? Yes. <laughs> Who which, did you have? Mine was the scary, scary spice one. Which I also, because at that time my mum was going out with um, Steve, who's wonderful, and mm-hmm. he uh, is and was a uh, tour manager. <gasps> and so he worked with bands from Universal. So he would just get loads of Spice Girls merch <gasps> for free. And so I had, the, no. you know, the barrels of Chubba Chubs yeah. lollies. Yes. And so that I had one of them it no. lasted me a year which was the brand no. with Emma Bunton on the Emma. tour bus that she would sit yeah. there on a swing and yeah. she'd have a chubba chub it yeah. was like a thing yeah, yeah it took yeah. me 20 years to realise that was looped in there <laughs> <laughs> oh, but every time she had one in the film I'd take one out the barrel no. <laughs> it works it fucking works I watch that film <laughs> at least once a week do you watch no no and then okay <laughs> I um I feel like I'm embarrassed now that I showed off I had a wooden pick because you had a whole pound of chubby But um, I had a lot of Spice Girls stuff, but I was, cause, so my family are half Malaysian, so we'd be there in the summer holidays. Yeah. And so I had a lot of Spice Girls merch that was off brand. So yeah. it just peeled off. Like, you know, lunch boxes where they've just stuck a yeah. sticker on yeah. it and it's official merch. But Again, it's not yeah, that's what merch. my grandma yeah. Mary was getting from Loughborough Market. Yeah. Yeah, those sorts of knockoffs. Yeah. Fucking grandparents. <laughs> Um, Joe, you've been such a delight. Yeah, we have. We can go deeper. <laughs> but I don't have the time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think it's time for us to go over to our little daddy. Daddy. <gasps> oh my God. Don't look like that. Call me daddy. Daddy. Say hello, Daddy. Hello, Daddy. Say, where are we going on our trip, Daddy? Where are we going on our trip, Daddy? Oh, you can tell he trained. That's the unprofessional (laughs) theatre, that is. (laughs) I'm um, I'm excited about our day. 
first half I was gonna go shopping. And wait, Helen, you're, you're always This season, now. I've always been invited on the day trips, oh. and it's been life-changing yeah. for me. Sometimes I get sent home early, though. <laughs> yeah, be hey. I'll be good. If you be good, I think you'll really enjoy um, today. Imagine fictional me pulling my dress down, because I've been okay. holding up, showing my knickers good. so far. <laughs> So, we are going shopping and we are going to buy three wetsuits. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, please. And we are going to a fictional sea world where all the animals I will look after and happy. Yes. And we're gonna swim with a fish. I really wanna swim with big rays. Is that okay? Yeah. Like you know, like Mr. A in um Finding Nemo and I want him to teach me about science. Yeah. Yeah. And then which world we can chat to them fish. <gasps> Directly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just have a lovely time and then we'll come out of the water. If you want to, you can have sex with a moving biologist. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you do that. That. Can I what? <laughs> That's, yeah, you're making it sound like it's at the edge of the tank. <laughs> <laughs> Just me pressed up against the glass. <laughs> Fucking do it, he's doing his dolphin moves. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna all dry off and we're gonna go buy some chopper chops and I'll watch Spice World. Oh. oh my god, this is like my favourite day. I think that's my favourite day. I'm so excited to watch Joe make out an attack. Are you happy? I'm so happy. So thank you, Daddy, for my day. <laughs> say, uh, say thank you. Do you have to have your boot on my neck? Could <laughs> you take that off? No, it's a good look. <laughs> thank you, Daddy, for my day. Thank you to Helen as well, maybe. Thank you to Helen as well. Thank you very much, Joe. You've been amazing. <laughs> Thanks. Um, thank you, Winnie. You've been oh, amazing. Thank you. I feel so wonderfully produced. Oh, my In what God. way? Oh, just Thanks, so guys. Oh! <laughs> Winnie, our new producer. Jack is over. His reign of terror is done. Jack is cancelled. Jack is cancelled. Yay, bye. video with all of them running to like hug their mums in the audience. Life changing. You have one new voice message. New voice messages. Catherine Bohart and Sarah Keyworth. This is the most stressful thing of all time. When you've got to call two people, but you know you can only call one number at a time, you've got to pick which one is the most likely to answer. So I've gone for Catherine, which I feel is correct. It's like, right, have you ever been friends with like twins at school? And then you're like, okay, I need to call one of them, but if I call the house, I've got to ask for one of them individually, even though I know you can just say, can I speak to either this one or this one? It's just, it's too much for me to handle. Catherine, please, can you organise your schedule and Sarah's to come and do a podcast with us? That's what I wanted to say. Okay, love you loads. Bye. Deleted. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.